0: Welcome to Vision is More Than 2020, a podcast aimed at talking about your vision, your eyes, and how they play a role in overall visual and systemic function. Dr. Linnaki and Likazi, with the help of various guests, will work to help you understand more about your visual system and all the pieces to the vision puzzle.
1: Welcome, listeners, to this week's episode of Vision is More Than 2020, and for today's episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about dry eye and some exciting technology that's coming out in terms of diagnosing it. For our weekly insight this week, I wanted to share the news that AccuView Oasis is coming out with a daily contact lens that's incorporating a little bit of blue light filtering technology, which I think is so exciting. So they're taking their AccuView Oasis one-day lens that already exists, and they're adding in 60% blue light filtering and a class one UV blocking component as well. Um, So Dr. Z and I have talked a lot about blue light when it comes to glasses, um, but there really haven't been any options in terms of contact lenses. So I think this is an exciting thing to look out for. They are hoping to launch it in the fall in both spherical and multifocal options. So I'm excited to try this technology with my patients. I think that is awesome. AccuView products have
0: traditionally always had some level of UV block to their contacts. So I think it's incredible that they are taking it to the next level and adding that blue light blocker because I know with my contact lens patients that are on the computer all day, we talk about blue light protection for them, right? We usually give them no prescription blue light blocking lenses anyway. So now if we could just do that with contacts, they don't have to wear glasses at all. So I am super excited for this technology. I I, I think it's a, a great idea on AccuView's part and to really meet the needs of their patients. And that's super exciting.
1: I agree. So now we're gonna delve a little bit into a discussion about dry eye. Um, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. Dry eye is very multifactorial. It's really growing in prevalence. We're seeing it more and more in our patients in our day-to-day basis and our practice ourselves. Um, And it's something that can be difficult to diagnose because there's lots of underlying different causes, a lot of overlapping symptoms and signs with other ocular surface diseases that can occur. Um, And so we're excited to talk to someone from Axon Biotechnologies where they have developed a few rapid quantitative tests that can help specifically diagnose exactly what's going on with dry eye. They even have a new test that really looks at MMP9, which is an inflammatory biomarker for dry eye disease and can really help direct our treatment. So to help us with this conversation, we are being joined by John Hugh Mueller, who is the CEO of Accent Biotechnologies, who is a biotech leader on a mission to innovate the eye care industry with a new one-of-a-kind test that helps to diagnose people with dry eye disease. Welcome to the podcast, John Hugh And to kick things off, tell us a little bit about how you got interested in research in dry eye.
2: Well, we've known about this uh, these FDA-approved tests for quite some time. Uh, they had been mothballed, and they, the company that had the, the fda Uh, 510-Ks asked us if we would develop the the lateral flow test for them. And we declined on that, but we said we'd be willing to possibly acquire uh, the tests or the FDA licenses. So we did. Um, We've had a lot of work to do over the last nine months in in, optimizing the tests. So we got them ready for prime time. We've completely remodeled the tests so that they, they work more uh, quicker, faster for the doctors, use less reagents and, and so on. Um, so we've done a good job. We're, we're really, uh, our, our scientific team is really good at developing lateral flow tests. <clears throat> I would say that's what we do the best. And so um, these two tests that we acquired are these two FDA uh, 510Ks uh, that, that are FDA cleared. Um, are for IgE, which is for uh, allergies, so to speak, and also for uh, uh, lactoferrin, which shows whether or not you have uh, in d- deficiency in tear uh, uh, d- d- develop, development from your eyes, from the lacrimal gland. So, um, you know, we're, we're working with dry eye, so if a, if a patient comes into the eye doctor and he's complaining or she's complaining of itchy, red, scratchy eyes, blurred, uh, what have you, um, using the two tests, you can, the doctor can kind of uh, come through the process and, and determine what, the, what that patient has. So usually they would start with the IgE test if that uh, is negative and, and then allergies are off the table, so to speak then you can take the lactoferrin test. And if you're low in lactoferrin, then you have aqueous deficient dry eye. If your, your lactoferrin is normal and you don't have IgE, then you probably have evaporative eye dry eye. And so that, that way the doctor can make a diagnosis and then uh, come up with whatever the treatment plan is. And since these tests are quantitative, um, the doctor is able to have the patient come back, let's say, after they prescribe some, some therapy and test, retest, and see whether, the, let's say, the lactoferrin has gone up or the IgE is down or, or what have you. So um, it's very important that the tests are, are really quantitative and can give you a specific number.
0: Right. I think that what you're talking about is so important because dry eye disease affects so many people. And right, the number is I think at least almost seven percent of the U.S. U.S. population struggles with dry eye, if not more than that. Right, patients are coming in left and right with complaints of dryness, that intermittent blurred vision, red, uncomfortable eyes, asking us what is wrong with their eyes. Right, especially with a few factors. Right, with all of the device use and as well as. I've been finding with the mask wear due to the COVID-19 pandemic, right? I've definitely seen an increase in the dry eye. So being able to identify what the etiology is going to help us as doctors dictate the treatment, right? For those that are listening that don't know, the tear film is made up of three different layers, right? We have that oil layer on top, then we have that water layer, and then that mix of the two called the mucin layer, right? So we need to know, is it, like you had mentioned, is it aqueous deficient? Is there an allergy component? And these tests that Axum has developed really are going to aid the doctors in better understanding what's happening with their patient. And I think the best part about the testing that you've mentioned is that it is quantitative, right? Traditional dry eye assessment, right? We do something called the tear breakup time where we put a little yellow dye in and then we count how long it is before the, the, the tears break up. But who's to say, right, everyone counts Mississippis a little differently, where, right, from one doctor to the other. So this really allows uh, the patient to be able to go to th- the same doctor and know where exactly they are. So tell us a little bit about MMP9 test is specifically that you guys have developed and why it's important.
2: Uh, sure. So we've developed a, a quantitative MMP-9 test. There is a qualitative test on the market today, but the the importance of having a quantitative MMP-9 test is for testing for inflammation of the eye. So let's say you do have dry eye or you have other problems, and and you've you've got this inflammation problem. Um, with our test, you know, let's say a, a patient comes to you and says, you know, I, I, and you you run the test, and you know, the other test that, that Quadell has out there just shows that 40 nanoliters per milligram over it's an over under test for MMP9. So let's say that you're actually a 160, so you have really a high level of MMP9. We're able to show that number. And then let's say that you prescribe a certain eye drop or, or steroid or whatever it is that you guys therapy that you would. Uh, prescribed. And now you drop the the, uh, the MMP9 down to 60. Um, now you can actually see that you've got some really good improvement, but you would still just show as a positive using the Quidel test. And so our test as being a quantitative test is we believe is going to be really, really important. And we're in the process of getting a protocol together to run a clinical study and, and then apply for a 510K with the FDA.
1: Wonderful. That's so exciting. And I think this is such a great addition that we can add to our clinical tool belt because as Dr. Z had hit on, dry eye is so multifactorial and a lot of our diagnosis is really symptom-driven from what the patient is reporting in combination with what we're observing with our patients. But we really don't have that many things that quantitatively tell us what's exactly happening in their tears. And just as dry eyes is very multifactorial, so is the treatment of dry eye. There's lots of different treatment options out there. And if we can help really target exactly what needs to be addressed in our dry eye patients. I think we're going to have a lot of happier people out there. Now for people listening, what exactly is entailed with taking this rapid test? How is it administered? What can patients expect? And how quickly do they get the results back from this test?
2: So you our tests uh, all use a microliter of tear film, um, which is just taken with a little micro pipette. It's put into a little tiny diluent uh, vial and stirred or shaken a couple of times. And then that is transferred to the actual lateral flow assay, which then goes into a reader. It pushes the button, the, the doctor pushes the button. And eight minutes later, the results will pop up with the exact number of whether it's IgE, lactoferrin, or in the future, MMP9. They'll all use the same reader, so you know they won't have to switch. It's a Q, uh, QCR code, which will determine what's the algorithm that that reader is supposed to test and, and what they're testing for. So very simple, very easy to use, and, and uh, very fast.
0: Now, how can doctors get this technology? Is it readily available now for a practice user? When can they look forward to this technology in their office?
2: they can look forward to it in the third quarter. Okay. So we're just about to launch sales. Um, they can visit our website at aximeye, aximeye.com and they can request information and kind of get on the list um, if, they're, if they're interested.
1: Wonderful. And then um, in your dry eye research, what are your thoughts on the growing prevalence of dry eye? Have you seen with the population you're working with, in your company, a big increase of dry eye disease throughout the COVID-19 pandemic like we have clinically?
2: Well, I think so. I mean, all the literature that we read says, yeah, it's way up, um, particularly with COVID and and maybe it's the wearing of the masks or even COVID itself. They're saying that a lot of people who got COVID have, are, are getting the symptoms of dry eye. So I've read all kinds of different uh, papers uh, but, you know, we're really in the testing business, so we're not out there on the front lines like you guys are. And so you guys could, can answer that question a lot better than I can.
0: The, the truth of the matter is, is dry eye, I think probably 75% of my patients that I see on a daily basis, we have the conversation about dry eye. And I think an area for us that is frustrating, right, because, you know, a, a lot of it is palliative care, right, like warm compresses and artificial tears and maybe some higher level. Restasis or Zydra, but really understanding the root of it, I think, is really going to change the course of how optometrists treat dry eye and it's going to be more efficient for our patients, right? And if when we're getting to the root of their dryness, then we can rule out all of the other stuff and not have to add all those different uh, aspects to it and just really get to say it is allergy driven. Let's just treat that allergy versus putting them on a restasis. So there, I think this is going to really open the doors for better dry eye treatment because it is incredibly prevalent and uh, I know that my patients a lot has to circle around um, all their device use and that they just don't blink nearly enough. And that that's really a, a big, big issue. And I know that I'm really excited about this technology because, like I said, it really is going to change the game for optometrists and ophthalmologists treating dry eye. Uh, so if you could just go over again uh, for our listeners where they can find the um, all the information about this technology and all of the research that you are doing?
2: Uh, it's uh, um, com And from there, they can see all the research papers that, are, that we've, we've got up there. They can see how the tests work and everything you want to know about our tests is, is up at that website
1: wonderful well thank you for coming on and joining us and sharing all of your knowledge and i know dr z and i are very excited to follow this technology and get it into our practice
2: well thank you for having me
1: thanks for listening follow us at twin forks optometry on facebook and instagram join our private facebook group vision is more than 2020 subscribe download and leave us a five-star review on apple podcasts spotify and google podcasts tune in next week to learn more about your vision